0: episode, we're going to be talking about loss. Now, loss, whether in the form of death, a job, a dream, loss in itself can be very traumatic. And whether we suppress it or deal with it, it still can wreak havoc, even going into your adulthood. So I talk about a double loss that I faced around the age of 18. So I graduated in June of 2008. And that summer, my oldest brother had just graduated from basic training in the Air Force. So myself, my mom and my grandmother, my mother's mother, we flew to Texas to be at the graduation. And I think like the second day um, we're allowed to like drive around. No, no, no. The first day after graduation, we were allowed to like take them to eat on base and they could show us where they slept and stuff. But my grandmother didn't feel well. Um, so we cut that short. And then the next day was the day he was allowed to go off base. So my parents Uh, myself and my grandmother were supposed to take them off base but she wasn't feeling good so she stayed at the hotel and I remember there was a distinct odor because she she couldn't pass a bowel movement and I knew something wasn't right but um it wasn't until we got back to Hampton um My mother took her to the ER. They were like, oh, just have her take some Tylenol and rest. She may be dehydrated. Child, it got worse. So my mom took her back and was like, we're not leaving until you figure out what's wrong with her. So after doing um, a CT scan of her abdomen and pelvis they discovered she had stage four ovarian cancer. And like cancer in itself is traumatic. Like for the person who is dealing with it, but for you to go through it and the person that you love and is the rock of the family, It was just, it was so hard, y'all. I can't even express it. My grandmother was my everything, my confidant. The only person I felt like understood me, and she was just a G, man. How strong she was, I admired, and I aspired to be one day, the way she loved her children, even when they did wrong in life. She still loved them regardless. Um, Her relationship with my mom, they were really close, talked every day. And just to see her go from who she was to being in and out of it, heart rate, Scott going from like 228 over 106 to 97 over 68 and then being put on a breathing machine and then two and a half weeks later passing away and it was three days before I was supposed to start my freshman year in college. I became so numb and like so numb. And I thought that I could utilize going to school to distract myself. But you know, being 18 and grieving, like an 18 year old doesn't know how to grieve. I've never dealt with a death that impactful until that day. And my heart was just aching, like already navigating through my parents being divorced being in a different state that I didn't like I hated my high school um and then I got my my grandmother had ended up moving in with us because my mom wanted her closer and to take care of her and never did we think that we would only have a year or two to live with her and that was just taken away so suddenly. You think a year or two is a long time, but it, is, it went by quick. And so did her death. So I just tried to use school as a distraction. Of course, I, I didn't even really go to class. I was skipping. I failed that semester. And I was like, this is not what she would want. So the spring semester the following year, I tried to pick it back up. I did. That summer I took off. And then, um, you know, my boyfriend at the time was very supportive, um, very encouraging, did his best to distract me and help me learn to grieve Um, that following fall, the one after the one year anniversary, I thought I was okay, but it just made me to talk about her. I would cry. Thinking about her, I would cry. Passing by her room, I would cry. You could still smell her scent in her room, and she smelled delicious, by the way. Not like them, some old grannies. My granny didn't smell nasty, <laughs> but so I lost her in two thousand eight, and my boyfriend at the time he lived in D.C. So he would we would see each other every weekend and if not every weekend every other weekend so at least twice a month. And um we talked every day and I remember it was like the weekend after Thanksgiving. He had came to visit and um so we didn't see each other during Thanksgiving and I think because I forgot if I was out of town or what what the reason was, but we didn't spend Thanksgiving together, but we made up for it the following weekend, and he wanted me to go with him to a party, and I was not a party person. Like I didn't care for it. I didn't see the hype, and he was a little bit older than me, so I was just like, nah, you know, whatever. So I was like I'll find something to do and we could just meet up at midnight and um but if you are late I'm going home. So he's like no nah, I'll be back. I'll be here by midnight, I promise. I'm just going to go show face and tell her happy birthday cuz we was really close and blah blah blah. So, you know, here go midnight. He ain't there. So I wait. I wait an hour and I leave my friend's house and I go home. And at that point I'm pissed. Because he never stood me up like that before. But it, in the same token, it's like, okay, what if something happened? So, phone's ringing, 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 ringing. And then by like 2.33 in the morning, it's goes straight to voicemail. So, the next morning, um, I called the phone at like seven thirty, eight o'clock. And a girl picks up. And she was like, I'm um, so-and-so. Um, Juice came to my party and I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but he was breaking up a fight between him and this person and his cousin and he was shot and it hit an artery and he didn't make it in surgery and child, heart dropped, hung up the phone and I was like, yo, is this nigga pulling some funny shit or... What is going on? So I called Juice's cousin because we had we were on the phone on three way the night before he came into town, myself, his cousin, and me. And I was like, "Yo, is is this is this for real? Am I being played? Like, if he doesn't want to be with me, he can just tell me." And his cousin was like, "Nah, Trish, it's it's for real." And I just broke down. We were crying together um, I made it very clear to him, like, I can't be at the funeral. Like, I just saw him. I do not want to see him in a casket, and he understood that. Um, me and Juice had a mutual friend, and she ended up going to the funeral and, um, called me afterwards and was like, I need to talk to you. So she ended up telling me that I'm kind of glad that you didn't go to the funeral because, in the old, um obituary it said that he leaves behind his fiance and his fiance wasn't you so to lose my grandmother the year before and then to lose the person that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with and then to find out that he had a whole fiance in another state On top of having suppressed childhood issues, y'all, when I tell y'all the amount of damage I had up until I was 19, I didn't take the best course of dealing with all of that. And then, you know, maybe 2 weeks after his funeral, I would get messages on Facebook from different girls that went to VCU like, "Oh yeah, you know, I know that you're grieving. I just wanted to let you know that um he also would come see me on the weekends that he went to go see you." And I feel like a part of your grieving process, you should know this. And I was so traumatized. Like, how can you think it's okay to contact me and say some shit like that and think that that would help? Yeah, like, did you know that he had a whole fiance half an hour, an hour away from us? Or am I just as dumb as you? But man, that was a lot. And I was only 19. And then, you know, I didn't take the best course of grieving that. And I just went on a downward spiral. I was like, you know, people want to keep effing me over. I'm about to just start doing that to them. So I broke a lot of hearts that following year or two. Like, it was a good two years. I just did not care because I felt like nobody cared about me. Like, how could you have a whole nother person in another state, basically, and have me over here looking dumb? And then it made me think of how my dad had multiple women in different states And it's just like history repeating itself. And it wasn't even me in that history book. So that was double the loss. I lost my grandmother and I lost somebody that I loved and respected, but who lied to me our entire relationship. So if if that even was a relationship, now that I think about it, but, um, Yeah, man, you, I know for me, instead of doing what I decided to do, yeah, I should have gotten therapy, should have addressed that stuff. But you're 19, having lost two people close to you within a year of each other, you don't think straight. And like I said, I went on a downward spiral, but in all honesty, I feel like, That stuff was necessary for my growth now because I know that it served its purpose in my life. And God does not have you go through things by yourself unless you choose not to understand that he is with you every step of the way. So you're not alone when you're going through some deep, deep stuff, because we all have had a loss, if not doubled. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please be sure to subscribe, download, share, spread the word, y'all, and come back every Sunday for a new episode. Be sure to reach out to me at Trisha.Hollis or Transparency on Instagram. Take care.